0: So we read in the Torah this week about how when Bilam went to go to Moab to curse the Jewish people, he woke up early in the morning and he saddled his donkey. And the Talmud comments that this is in chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-one. Uh, He saddled his donkey. Uh, So Rashi says that hatred makes a person go beyond what is normal. He himself saddles his donkey. So God said to Bilaam in response to his going out of his way to curse the Jewish people in an unnatural way because ordinarily he would ask his servant to saddle his donkey. But he himself saddled his donkey because of his hatred for the Jewish people. He's so excited to go and, and do this himself. So God said to Bilam, when he went to saddle his donkey himself, he said to him, you wicked person, you, their, their father Abraham has beat you to it. As it says in the Torah, Abraham woke up early in the morning. He himself, Abraham also saddled his donkey. As the Torah says earlier, in the story of when Abraham brought Isaac, Yitzchak, to the Akedah, it says over there in the Torah also, that Avram woke up early in the morning and saddled his donkey. That's what Rashi says. So the Torah is comparing Bilam to Avram, both getting up early in the morning. And it sounds like that there's some kind of uh, defense that we need to uh, make because Billam has saddled his donkey in the morning. And the defense of him saddling his donkey in the morning is that Avram saddled his donkey in the morning too and therefore we're okay because uh because avram saddled his donkey first that's what rashi says and the question is i mean what is his saddling his donkey how does that castigate our people just because of his expressions of anti-semitism what is that, what does this mean so there is a profound lesson here for us and it goes like this there is um, a power of, of uh, Rachman, a, one of the divine spheres in Natsilos is Rachman Hashem's mercy on us. Also the attribute of Gvura, the attribute of justice. So Billam going to curse the Jewish people, what he wanted to do was to evoke God's attribute of justice, and say that we're undeserving of all the blessings that God gives us. That's what he was set out to do. That's what his goal was. And there's uh, a similar uh, voice of justice uh, that, that can be said to, uh, in, by, by the accusing angels, the Jewish people, they could, they could accuse uh, us in heaven of uh, Of wrongdoing, and the wrongdoing that they can accuse us of is is um, represented by Bilam saddling his donkey. and the defense to uh, the divine accusation is from Avramabinu saddling his donkey. What does that mean? So it says in the Talmud that if the first earliest Saddikim, if they, were, if they were to be compared to, um, to uh, angels, we would be like people. Another passage of Talmud says, if they would be considered like, like people, we would be considered like donkeys. And among donkeys themselves, there is a donkey of Rabbi Pinchas ben donkey Rabbi Pinchas Ben-Yoyev, who uh, the Talmud says how miraculously this donkey Kept the laws of the Torah. So when we say that if the first earlier Tzaddikim were like uh, people, we would be considered like donkeys, the Talmud is very quick to point out, but not like the donkey, we are lower than the donkey. That's what the, the Talmud says, and it, it, it's, it's not a contradiction, it depends on what generation you're talking about. There are generations which are compared to people, generations which are compared. Unfortunately, to people which are earthy, and they're into the physical. In, in the Torah, the word donkey is chamur, which is similar and analogous to the word chamer, which means materialistic. So, so, the, uh, so a Jew may be um, entrenched and obsessed with physical lowly things. He may saddle his donkey, towards the physical, which means he wake, wakes up early and saddles his donkey to the physical, which means like this, just like it says in the Torah about uh, Yaakov and Jacob, that Jacob worked hard for to serve Laban, And he says that frost at night and no matter what was going on, he took care of the sheep. So to a person may be so obsessed and connected to physical things. And, and he, um, And, and because he's so obsessed and connected with the physical things, he says that he can't possibly learn the way he's meant to, and Tori's way he's meant to, uh, he can't pray the way he's meant to, uh, because he's just a, he, there's, there's a, a situation where there is a lack of understanding because of the consumed of godliness in the world, and there is a, um, there is a uh, he doesn't have so much understanding, and there's, the circumstances are such. That, that he is, doesn't, have his, doesn't have the proper mindset and the way of right approach because of the circumstances that are going on. That's how a, a Jew may, may defend himself for, for lacking in the observance of Torah. But listen, it's, it's a hard time. He doesn't have, he doesn't have the right, the, the circumstances, the time it is in makes him lose perspective and understanding of what he's meant to be doing. That's the way, way a Jew might defend himself. But a bit of justice, Says one second, you say that you're unable to be involved in the spiritual because of the consume of godliness, and your engrossment with the physical is, 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 um, is, is excused. But the problem is, says the attribute of justice, if you lack understanding, and you're not able to focus. So then, how come you're able to focus and understand, uh, physical things? How come you're able to? to uh, understand your business? How can we be able to, to approach things in your life that, are, that are, affect you with the and understanding and wisdom and 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 to be sharp about things going on in your, in your life when they affect you? The attribute of justice says, uh, you, you say that you can't understand any gemara because your mind isn't working because of the concealment of gallingness, because you don't have so much understanding. And if someone would tell you, Hey, why don't you learn Gemara? You say I can't learn Gemara. But if someone would say to you, "Hey, do you understand business?" and, you, and they would and they would make fun of you, as the previous service said that when someone says to someone else that they don't understand business, they right away become and they become enemies. Right away, they get angry. How dare you say I don't understand business? But about themselves, they say about themselves, not anyone else insulting them. They volunteer and they say about themselves, "I cannot understand any Gemara. I cannot understand this So. So actually, if Justice says, one second, if you're so so um, out of touch because of the challenges you have, and the, so then how come you're saddling your donkey? How come you are so um, adept about getting physical things done when it affects something, that affects your prestige, your honor. It, 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 they have to use the example discussing this. If, if, if uh, it has something that affects your, your child or your grandson or your son-in-law, then you don't worry about your prestige. Uh, You you don't worry if if your grandson invited you himself or he asked someone else to invite you. If it affects you, you show up. So how come, says the attribute of justice, if you're so out of touch, why is it that when it affects you personally, you do show up and you're able to understand and you have perspective? The, um, the, the, The attribute of justice says that... Although the Torah says that you must feed your animal before feeding yourself, as we say every day in, in our prayers, God says, I will give grass in the field to your animal. And then the Torah says "And you will eat and you will be satisfied because we're supposed to take care of our, our animals before we take care of ourselves. So carrying that analogy forward, so if we are considered indeed animal-like in pre- comparison to previous generations, shouldn't God, who is compared to a man, compared to... It, it, in this analogy, he is. Shouldn't he take care of our 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 needs and give us all that we des- all that we need, all that we want? Because we are like the donkey. That's what, that's what we ask for. But the attribute of justice says you can say you're like a donkey. You say they have no understanding, but you saddle the donkey. You are totally engrossed in in the physical, and you're able to get stuff done when it matters to you. Why are you saying you have no understanding? That's attribute of justice. What's the response to that? So, Rashi says that the response to that is that we say to the attribute of justice, or God says to the attribute of justice, their father Abraham saddled his donkey in the morning as well. Which means like this Yes, it's true. The Talmud says that the name of the mountain that God gave us the Torah on is Mount Sinai. The word Sinai comes from the word hatred. And it says at that time that God gave us the Torah, he gave us love, and this caused us to abhor and not, not to be interested in all physical pleasures. That's what the event of Sinai uh, was meant to to achieve. Mount Sinai was meant to achieve that uh, we love God and we're not interested in the physical. That's where things are supposed to go, that's where things should have gone, but they didn't go that way. We got involved in the physical. Which means, although you can't notice it, you look at, at the, the Jew, you don't see in them this, this a great attachment to godliness and spirituality and holiness. You don't notice that. However, says God, uh, they are children of Abraham. About Abraham, the Torah says that he didn't have any teachers. Every Everyone... Um, uh, Avram didn't have a Rebbe. Avram didn't have Hasidus. The Talmud says that Avram learned from his own kidneys. He had, he had to understand things himself. His connection to Galanis was without any teachers. He himself became a believer and, and taught the world about belief in Hashem with his, own, with his own strength, with his own understanding, with his kidneys teaching him Torah, as the Talmud says. So, because of Avram's sacrifice for God, the Torah and his love of God, he merited to bequeath to all his descendants love for God and reverence for God. As in in Tanya, that the love and the reverence are connected to each other, that a Jew loves God and wants to be close to God and cannot bear the thought of severing his bond with God. That's how a Jew is. That's that's the the very uh, core of a Jew, a, a desire to be close to God and a fear of severing that bond with God. And we have this as an inheritance from Abraham. That means ordinarily, in order to have a transaction, uh, there's three different methods. There's a sale, there's a gift, and there is inheritance. A sale means that as much as you invest, as much as you pay, that's what you get. A gift is a little bit different. You don't give someone a gift based upon how much they earned your gift, how much pleasure that you have evokes your desire to give the gift That's um, sorry about that. so so the, the pleasure we have uh, that's what ins- inspires us to give gifts to to others. So the it's not exactly commensurate to how much pleasure to how much a person deserves it's, it's, it's something beyond that. The gift is not that the, the, the Ratio of of what you're giving is not is not commensurate to what was invested. It's 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 something which is more. But that's in a gift, in inheritance. The one who inherits does not have to do anything at all to inherit. If you are a child of this person, you inherit everything. And so, to every single Jew is a child of Abraham, and therefore all the characteristics and qualities of Abraham are given and bequeathed to each one of his descendants. And although externally, it's not noticeable, and it's not in the person's consciousness, and it seems like he's totally detached from all these things, yet there is this love for Hashem. Abraham saddled his donkey to serve Hashem, which means that Abraham gave his all to serve Hashem. That devotion that Abraham had is something that is in us, that's something that's part of us. In us, we have two parts. We have the attachment to the physical, like Bilam, and we have our attachment to the spiritual, like Avram. What's first? What's earlier? What's deeper? Who is our real identity? Although it, the animal soul is a lot louder, but that's not who we are. That's not, that's not, that's not our, our identity. I'm thinking about this tragedy that happened in Florida just now, about this baby who died and uh, in the heat, and someone left him in the car, you know, you think that oh, what a terrible parent. It's not true. Any parent could do this. Any parent could forget. Why could you forget? You Could forget because there are other things in your mind which are louder right now. You can't hear other things. Doesn't mean your identity is is, is 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 skewed. Just means there are things that are loud in your head. You can't hear other things. So the animal soul is louder, says God. The animal soul is is fine. The animal soul is louder. But who is earlier? Who is deeper? Who is first what's their identity like, like the, the, the 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 father who leaves his child in the car will never forget what happened it will totally torment him to end the rest of his life why because the identity is i'm the father the father of this child so it's not it's not that he is um less of a parent because of his um because he he's gotten his child in the car. on the contrary it's it's, it's the opposite. He, his parenthood is something that no other parent could ever possibly experience because no other parent has to think about their relationship in such a way. But, but yet he can make that mistake because it's something else which is louder. So God says to the attribute of justice, "You're telling me who my children are. I want to tell you who is first. I want to tell you who is deeper. That's who they are." And and because this is who they are, a Jew is able at any moment to reveal that love for Hashem. As it says in chapter twenty chapter twenty five in Tanya that is very near for every person to keep the Torah mitzvahs because ad-um a person has the ability and the jurisdiction ruach to remove the spirit of foolishness from inside of his midst, and to remember and to arouse his love to the one God, which is certainly hidden in his heart without any doubt. It's there and it's on the surface and, it's eight, and we're able to, to reveal at any moment. And so, therefore, because this is our identity, our, our Avraham got up in the morning to serve God. That's our first reality. Before our animal soul, before our Bilam gets, gets involved and devotes and itself to the physical, our real identity is, is, is our connection to Hashem. And therefore, all the blessings that Bilam gave us, not the blessing, not what he planned to do to us, but we actually gave us a blessing, and the blessings of the coming Mashiach. All these blessings—the physical blessings, the spiritual blessings—God says that we deserve these blessings because of who we are and because of what we, because we reveal this in ourselves. And and, any, and and the more we reveal this, when we show this, the uh, the better it is, the faster it is. L'chaim, l'chaim! Have a great day, Thank you for joining. Any questions or comments? All right, L'Troet.